Blog Talk Radio. And here we go again. Don Henderson with you. And this on the Fighting Network is, of course, our Wednesday night edition of Sports Conversation. We've got our reporters all around the country ready to talk to you tonight over the next hour and a half. Roy Cummings is in Tampa, Florida, as always. 
Sonny Hill, the great NBA broadcaster and great basketball players in Philadelphia as the NBA season is about to open up. Mike Schulte talking college football and what a college weekend we had this past weekend after three uh, sort of nothing weekends with uh, B teams beating on one another that didn't have a chance to win. So this week was the first good week for college basketball, and we'll talk a lot about that. Mike Zimzak's in Baltimore. We'll talk soccer with him. Doug uh, Hamilton. Doug is always in Baltimore, Washington area. And we're going to talk about the Ryder Cup, which gets underway tomorrow afternoon in Rome, Italy. Should be one great tournament, three great days of golf if you're a golf fan. But let's start off right at the top. Roger Hendler is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where the uh, Philadelphia Phillies are sitting on that number one spot in the playoff. They uh, had a tough time in, uh, in game number one. Uh, but they are playing right down. They're down. I think the last score I saw was five to nothing. It's either five or six. The Phillies are down to the Pittsburgh Pirates. The New York Mets, uh, a lot of controversy in New York tonight, especially at, uh, around the Mets because they canceled last night's game and scheduled a doubleheader for uh, the Miami Marlins, and they were not happy about that, and they were less than happy when they finished the first game because they lost the game by a score of 11-2. to two. And uh, uh, so it's going to be a, a closing four or five days of baseball. This should be a lot of fun. Let's first of all bring Roy Cummings in in Tampa, Florida, because it's sort of a almost a, a walk-off now that uh, you don't think the Rays are necessarily going to catch Baltimore, but they're only two and a half back. Roy, your thoughts, first of all, on the American League East and uh, Baltimore and, uh, and uh, the, uh, the Rays. Hello. Yeah, I hear you, Don. I don't know if uh, if uh, Roy with us or Roy, I don't know. Is, is, well, let's let's talk about it a little bit. We correct that problem. We'll bring Roger in in Philadelphia because the Phillies right now are down five to nothing. The Pittsburgh Pirates are playing in the uh, top of the fourth inning. I'm watching that game as we do the show, and yeah. uh, the Phillies. Uh, they're, they're locked into that number one playoff position uh, in terms of the wild card. Uh, Roger, what do you think, and what's Philly think? Well, the only regular basically playing tonight was uh, Bryce Harper. I mean, everybody else is getting a uh, break uh, because if you watch the celebration last night after they uh, clinched it, it was really interesting uh, because I had TBS on along with uh, the Phillies, NBC Sports Philly, and uh, so I was going back and forth after they uh, they clinched or after they clinched the, a playoff spot. Let's put it that way, Don. And right. uh, then I saw that because the, the Cubs were way up, I think they were up at one time six nothing. And then uh, the Braves came back as they ha- have done many many times, as we know, and uh, they won the game seven to six. So at that time, the the celebration is going on in the Phillies clubhouse. Well, now they can have even a bigger celebration because they know they're going to be the number one seed. And if they need three games, uh, uh, all three of them are going to be played at the bank. So uh, it was the best of everything as far as they were concerned. And uh, just on a sidelight, I think that it was uh, terrific. Uh, that um, the uh, Johan um, 
the uh, center fielder. Um, the uh, I'm drawing a little. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that his whole family, uh, Tom McCarthy, uh, showed it tonight. They were all there uh, in from the Dominican Republic. He signed for uh, as a teenager for ten thousand dollars with the Phillies, and uh, here he came from Double A uh, up right to the major leagues, and he's done very well. And the whole family was there to, because he was honored as the minor league player of the year. And here he wins the game for the Phillies to clinch them the number one seed in in the uh, wild card uh, extravaganza. So uh, quite a night in Philadelphia, and uh, you know brought back memories, uh, especially for me of '93. Uh, uh, when uh, they uh, they clinched the uh, uh, the pennant to go to the World Series, and uh, they had a huge party out there in the vet uh, areas, that circle around the vet where the parking was. Quite 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 a night then, and quite a night last night. Well, I think Roger, you could also think when you talked about the, the Phillies giving up a lead, that's been one of their you know Achilles heel all year. The fact that uh, they get a big lead, five or six runs. And they turned around in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, even though the bullpen's been far better than last year. But they've still yeah. given up tremendous leads and lost games. Hey, guys, well, can, we, uh, that, can we hold that conversation until the end of, end of the program? Uh, we we got Roy's on. We've got some major difficulties with uh, the computer, so we finally got him on. Okay, oh, let's, get Roy, let's get Roy in here before we continue with that one, and we'll come back to it. Uh, Roy, I start off by saying that uh, the Raisins uh, seem to be in, in very solid shape, but uh, Baltimore seems to be in a little bit better shape coming down to the last few games of the season. Uh, how do you see it? Do you see the Baltimore Orioles staying in there, or do you, you think maybe uh, they could be caught by an outside? Well, there is an outside chance they could be caught, but I think right now the Rays are probably just, uh, they're happy that they're in, and I don't think they really concern themselves, uh, nor do many teams anymore really, concern themselves too much with where you are, especially if you're in that wild card pack. I mean, just the, the Rays have just had trouble most of the year, well, second half of the year at least, um, you know, holding on to uh, or, or staying with, with, the, uh, with the Orioles. It, it just seems like the Orioles are just a – maybe a tad better. And I, and I think it's probably due to the pitching more than anything. Um, you know, the Orioles just, uh, they didn't have the injury issues that the Rays have had. The Rays have just been you know, decimated by injuries in, uh, in many places, uh, but particularly in the pitching staff. And uh, so the Rays have a bit of an uphill climb there. Um, you know, a lot's going to depend on, uh, you know, who they face in the, in the, um, in, in that first round. I mean, that could be, uh, you know, it, it's hard to know who it is at this point. It's just, uh, you know, it's, it's it's still kind of up in the air a little bit. So uh, if they can somehow get through there, um, who knows? Somebody could take the, the Orioles out before they get to them. Roger, your thoughts? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, Roy, uh, I'm a big Rays fan, but I've also was a big uh, Orioles fan uh, for many years because of uh, going down for my reserve training, and I'd be at Orioles games every year. But I wanted to talk about it. You had to be really surprised, as I was, uh, last night that the uh, uh, Cubs lost that game because that was very important for them for a spot in the playoffs. And I guess now they may. Uh, there's a real good chance they won't even be in 
and it was because of that error last night. And the uh, he had a, the guy that committed the error must have felt real. It probably feels very bad today too. But uh, you know, it just shows you how strong the Braves are. Yeah, it does. Uh, well, first of all, a couple of things. Um, look, the Cubs, by, by no matter how you measure it, have what is easily the most difficult uh, final you know week of the season here of all the playoff contenders, no matter who you are. Um, this team is facing the Braves for three on the road and then the Brewers for three on the road, two division champions. One is uh, obviously the Braves, obviously, you know, uh, arguably the best team in the National League, if not baseball overall. Uh, so it's very tough. Um, neither team, I think, has any plans to, um, you know, in essence, do what the Rays are doing, which is, you know, rest, you know, injured bodies and that kind of thing. Um, you know, they're out there trying to make sure that the Cubs earn it, and um, the Cubs didn't earn it last night. Look, the, the Cubs' bullpen has been a bit of an issue down the stretch here. Uh, it was an issue last night. Uh, they could not hold a, you know, you build a six run lead, you think you're pretty, you're in pretty good shape. And against most teams, you are. Against the Braves, you're not. And then, you know, lo and behold, we have one of those, uh, I hate to say it, but, you know, kind of cub like moments where a routine fly ball is uh, just missed by the right fielder who had two errors all season prior to that. He's a, he was a gold glove player over in Japan. He's had a uh, an absolute. Uh, I mean, there's you know he's he's carried this team. Seiya Suzuki uh, for the Cubs mm-hmm. has carried this team uh, certainly over the course of the last month and a half, two months. And he's I mean, he's hitting 280. He's got 20 homers. He's got uh, 70 plus RBIs. Uh, he's playing Gold Glove right field, and it just you know he just missed one. He's in a uh, you know he's playing on a field that he's hardly ever played in, and he uh, he just missed it, and it just. You know, conjured moments of uh, the ball through Leon Durham's legs against the Padres back in '84. Uh, conjured memories of the Bart, uh, you know, the, the Bartman game. It uh, conjured memories of uh, you know the Black Cat somehow, you know, scrambling around through the on deck circle in New York back in '69. So, uh, Cubs fans uh, were reliving a lot of horror, uh, you know, horror shows uh, when that happened. And you know, the bottom line is the Cubs have to earn this opportunity to get to the playoffs. It, nothing's. Uh, guaranteed here and uh they've got a tough road to go and they don't, there's really no room for error and um that's exactly what happened they allowed an error to uh to beat them last night um you know you still don't know what would have happened in the ninth but um you know it's 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 disappointing it, it was literally heartbreaking and um you know it's uh we got to see if they can come back somehow you know this is a, this look this is a sign of a professional team uh, how do you bounce back from that? Um, I don't think anybody in the club's club, Cubs clubhouse is uh, is blaming Seiya Suzuki. Uh, they've all got his back, uh, and, and that's because he's the guy who, as I said, has been carrying this team. But it was a it was a devastating loss, um, a, a loss that you didn't expect it to happen that way. And uh, you know, if you could choose the way you're going to lose the game, that would not be the way you choose it. So uh, they got to bounce back. They got five more to go. They still got you know their hold on a. Uh, on a spot, somebody's still got to beat them, beat them out of it. Uh, they just got to make sure they don't beat themselves out of it. I agree with you, Roy. And of course, errors become the monumental factor in all when you get to the playoffs or when you're playing for the uh, position to be in the playoffs. You can't afford to make errors. You can't give teams four or five outs in an inning, and that happens. And, and that's exactly as you indicated. Uh, the Cubs found themselves in that position because uh, they've been a team that has really been strange. They've 
They've won four, five, six games in a row, and then they lose two or three or four games. Uh, they're a team that the, uh, you really count on from a consistency standpoint to come out there uh, every day and, and win a game. Yeah, that's a great point, uh, Don. Uh, and, and when you say, you know, you can't let errors beat you, you're right. And, you know, the other thing, another form of an error, even though it doesn't count as an error, is is walks by the pitchers. You know, the previous the, – in the inning in which they lost that game, in the seventh and eighth inning, uh, the Cubs, uh, you know, gave lead, gave up leadoff walks to the leadoff batter uh, in each of those innings uh, to the Braves. And those runners came around to score, and that was how the rallies uh, began. Um, so you've got that kind of error as well. You can't have that. You can't have errors. You can't have walks uh, to lead off innings at crucial times. Um, you've got to make every play if you're going to make the playoffs. And, and you're right about the Cubs. Look, they've, they've won four, five, six, eight in a row at times, uh, and they've lost, you know, 11 out of 13 at times. And it's they are an inconsistent team. It's why they're scrambling to stay in the race uh, for, for what, you know, in an, in an expanded wild card uh, format. Let's face it. Uh, you know, ten years ago, twenty years ago, they they wouldn't even have been. You know, they'd be playing all the kids now. Um, they, they wouldn't even be a you know in this thing at all. But they're there in this new system, and uh, they've got to try to develop some kind of consistency. Look, I think um, anything they get play. You know, if they if they make the playoffs, it's going to be ahead of schedule. Um, nobody really knew what to expect out of this team. It was kind of thrown together with some pieces here. They're kind of in the middle of a rebuild with some of the young players trying to make themselves competitive a little bit, you know, bringing in guys like Cody Bellinger and, uh, you know, bringing back Drew Smiley and things like that. You know, obviously they, they, they've got some things they're gonna, they can build around, uh, the middle of their defense, uh, the middle of the infield rather, and, uh, and things like that. Um, but, um, look, they're a team that uh, whatever they get this year is really gravy. It's going to be ahead of schedule. Um, I would say a year from now, they, you know, based on what they've done this year, they should be a playoff team. If they're not next year, that'll be a disappointment. If they miss it this year, it'll be disappointing. But it's not like this was a team that you set out of the gates and said, okay, well, here's a team that, you know, should have one of those wild card spots or should contend for the division. You didn't think that. Um, in a way, like the, like the Orioles. I mean, I think the Orioles are a little bit further ahead than the Cubs. But the Orioles are one of those teams that you didn't know quite know what to expect. You could see them coming last year. Um, and if you and if you said, well, they're going to win the division, most people probably wouldn't have taken that bet. But if you said, you know what, they're probably good enough to get to the playoffs, uh, you, you could have made a good argument for that. Again, another team like that, you know, is Arizona. You know, Arizona is a, very similar to the Cubs. You know, they put some pieces together and said, hey, let's give this a shot and see what happens. And lo and behold, they're going to make it. Um, bottom line is they're all in better shape than the Mets and Yankees. So uh, it's not a bad finish either way. They all have some flaws, no question about that. But before we go any further, I just want to take a, a moment to mention Brooks Robinson, uh, one of the really great third basemen of all time in Baltimore. And uh, what a time for him to go down with Baltimore, coming back after all these years of being uh, down in the doldrums in the American League East. They come back this year, and great chance to win it. And uh, poor Brooks Robinson passed away just before the playoffs were about to begin. But I saw him play uh, so many games in my lifetime, and I know you guys have as well. Uh, I don't think there was a better third baseman during his era than Brooks Robinson was. Well, you got that right. And uh, not only in his era, but maybe ever. And uh, not only that, but I mean, he's just, just such, such a class guy, just such a class guy. And 
I mean, uh, he was he was just as uh, he was the epitome of what a baseball player should be in every way, on the field, off the field, and uh, the baseball world misses him. That's for sure. And yeah, it's it's very sad that he uh, he won't be around for this playoff run for the Orioles. But maybe that'll inspire him because uh, uh, it, it's a tough loss for everybody. No question about it, Roger. Well, I got to meet him uh, at, at the Orioles uh, game number of years ago, several times, <clears throat> excuse me, he was an absolute uh, gentleman, a terrific, a wonderful, absolutely fantastic baseball player, uh, but uh, just a, a real gentleman. And I thought last night uh, on TBS, uh, the they were talking about him, and I thought that, you know, one of the points that was made by Several of those uh, on the like Ernie uh, Johnson, uh, Pedro Martinez, was that he was a, a person that you always wanted to go up and hug because he was just such a great person, and um, he was he missed he, he was and I'm so happy Don, as you mentioned that the Orioles have rebounded before he passed away. If they're they're having a great season. No question about it. Roy, we can't let the half hour go by here without talking about the game against the Philadelphia Eagles and the Bucks the other night. Uh, they played relatively well in the first half, stayed in the game. I think the Eagles, quite honestly, uh, were, were a far better team as they proved with their ground game last week, and they proved with their ground game against uh, the Buccaneers as well. But uh, it's interesting to see uh, the turnaround after losing Bradley and, and – uh, and, uh, you know, coming back and uh, new quarterbacks and so forth and so on, uh, whether they can be as competitive as they were in the first two games of the season for the rest of the year or whether they'll bounce back where they were with the Eagles. Yeah, I, well, here's the thing with the Bucks. Uh, first of all, let's, let's talk about the Eagles. You know, they're kind of winning in an old-fashioned way, guys. You know, they're, they're right. more of a run-oriented team than anything and, and a run-defense team. I mean, this is going back 20 years, maybe, you know, maybe 15, maybe at the month. But, but, but this is kind of old-fashioned football, winning with a running game of defense and a quarterback who can make the plays when you need him to make the play. Um, that's kind of an old-fashioned formula. And, um, and, and they just, uh, you know, that's how they're dominating right now is uh, teams are having a hard time stopping their run, running game, uh, and they're making it hard for people to run on them. And that's exactly what happened uh, against the Buccaneers. They uh, they just ran through the Bucks' defense, which has you know over the past few years been pretty strong against the run, but it wasn't strong enough certainly against against uh, the Eagles on Monday night. And then uh, uh, so they ran against the Bucks, and then they stopped their running game. The Bucks have been struggling to run, uh, despite their you know their attempts to to try to make that kind of their their uh, you know primary mode of attack as well, um, but. Uh, you know, I think the Bucks—they learned a lesson there. They've, they've got to—they've got to figure out how to run the ball, and and you can talk all you want about the running backs. Um, that is part of the issue. I, I don't think they're quite hitting the hitting the hole with authority. I think they've got to run with a little bit more anger. Um, but you know, I'll say this—I'm not seeing a lot of holes there either. Uh, that offensive line has uh, got some issues, and um, you know, I keep hearing uh, uh, Todd Bowles say that he's happy with the with the play of the tackles. Well, maybe the play of the interior line needs to step it up a little bit then because right now uh, there's just not enough uh, push coming from from that line for the Bucs to establish a running game, which is 
if it continues to go this way, it's going to make life harder on Baker Mayfield, and it's going to force Baker Mayfield into making passes that he doesn't want to make, which is, you know, kind of what happened a couple of times late in the game against the Eagles, and he's just not going to be able to make them. And uh, th- that's where those mistakes come in, and that's where they start to hurt you. So uh, the Bucks have to pay a little bit. Uh, they've got to work a little bit harder at getting that running game going. If they can do that, I think they can stay competitive um, and be a contender here for a playoff spot maybe even the division title, but um, they've got to get that running game going because that's supposed Roger, to be... Roger, what we see with the Eagles so far this year, they've come out and uh, eventually they won every game handily, but uh, they were out of every game and in every game in the fourth quarter until they decided to just run the ball down the field and score a touchdown and, and uh, in some cases not even pass the ball at all. But uh, their offensive line has been outstanding. Uh, their running game has been outstanding. They've dominated the first three teams they've played. And uh, they did it again when they went up against the Bucks this weekend. As soon as they were challenged, they took control of the game. Yeah, well, I heard uh, Jalen Hurts was interviewed, and uh, he said it's not a matter of statistics. It's a matter of winning the game, and that's all he cares about. And uh, so, you know, prima donnas, if there are any, uh, the uh, wide receivers, oh, they're going to, uh, you know, get uh, the, uh, throws to them, and they're going to pick up uh, yardage. But you're right, Roy, they are doing it the old-fashioned way, and it's winning. And that's the whole key uh, to any uh, any uh, uh, sport. You want to win the game. Roy, we saw the Cardinals last week uh, with a giant lead over uh, the opposition with a chance to pull one of the major upsets of the se- early part of the season, and they blew the whole thing. Uh, 